that most men live lives of quiet desperation. It's one of my favorite quotes ever because it's true. You just li you're just in this world where you just can't wait to just run away. But I think one of the reasons why these people have this deep-seated anger and resentment is there's a bunch of people out there that have these lives that are deeply unsatisfying because I think there are so many people that are working all day long doing something that is deeply unsatisfying and, and almost painful. Yeah, soul killing. Soul killing. Yeah. They're stuck in traffic all day and then they're stuck in a cubicle after that. They, 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 they relish the time to take a in the bathroom and look at their phone. I mean, they literally do that. That's a, a highlight of someone's day. They get in traffic on the way home. They get home after that, they're watching television. And they're... F if people have a regular day job, if you could just find some one thing that you do as a passion project and just keep building on it, just keep, at, keep watering it, keep adding fertilizer, keep giving it attention, keep giving it focus, and you can escape. You can escape and you can be self-serving. You could be okay. You're gonna be okay. For making furniture feels good. If you make furniture, you make furniture for a living and you, you feel a great satisfaction out of that and you sell that furniture, look man, if you can do that, you could, you could cut those corners perfectly and sand everything down nice and stain it and then it's done and you get the satisfaction and you sell it to someone and that pays your bills, that is infinitely more satisfying than being stuck in some fucking cubicle working for someone that you don't want to work for, having to have these stupid fucking office meetings, talking to people in human resources, sitting down with your supervisor where they evaluate your job performance and you know, you're not really, you know, you, you really need to be enthusiastic about this company. This company is your future, this kind of like, you're like, kill me now. You know, there's a lot of people out there that would way rather do something else. And I hope they understand that they can. And people that are trapped in bad situations, one of the problems is you feel like this is your future. You feel like you're and you can't get out of that. There's no hope. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no rainbow. And if you feel like that, that alone can be incredibly defining and limiting. But if you can look at if you look at yourself objectively and say, okay, I kind of am fucked here. I'm in credit card debt. I'm working in a shitty job. I, I, I don't like what I'm doing, but I have some ideas. I need to feed those fucking ideas. And I, I, I need to feed them and water them. And I need to set aside a certain amount of time every day to just try to make those things happen. You can do that. Everyone has a different personality. They have different, different interests, different different things that they would be really satisfied pursuing. That's not encouraged. The, the, what's encouraged is go find a job. What's encouraged is go find some place that you can shove yourself into. Go find a square hole that you can stick your round peg and just and jam it in there and shave down the top and the bottom so you slide in with all this extra space on the sides and feel like shit for the rest of your life because you need a job because you're in debt because you have credit cards because you have student loans because that's what everybody does and so you do it too that's what's wrong you, you have an apartment you have to pay for you have a car you leased you have a wife that you have to feed you have a child you have to raise you have to you have your mortgage you have your this you have your that and that's where it all comes from well, the opportunity takes place usually when you're young and you don't have any responsibility. That's when you have your options. Well, your options are severely limited the more you gather responsibilities. Like, if I had to, as a 51-year-old father of three, 
married man, pays taxes, has a house and a mortgage and a business and all that jazz. If I had to quit everything now and struggle the way I struggled as a stand-up comedian, it would never work. But the only way I could be this person now is if I took that chance when I was 21, when I was dead broke and had my cars repossessed and all that stuff. That's the only way you you ever get where you want to go. You have to you have to take a path that's dangerous. And most people want to take the safe path. And the safe path leaves you stuck in quiet desperation almost every time. It's hell. It's hell. But can people just make that change? I mean, yes, look, you can, I believe that. But can. you have to plan it out. The way you can change is you have to put aside enough money to give yourself a window. And then you have to have a plan. And you have to spend all your waking hours outside of whatever shit job you do planning your escape. And you have to come to the realization very clearly that you fed up and you got yourself stuck. So whatever you're doing, you have to do it like your life depends yes. on it. And whether it is you're trying to be an author and you're gonna you're gonna if you're gonna try to be an author and you're working eight hours a day plus commuting plus family responsibilities or whatever else you have whatever time that you have you have to attack like you're trying to save the world you're trying to save your life you don't want to drown that one and a half hours a day that you have to write god damn you better be caffeinated and motivated you gotta go you gotta get after it and you gotta have discipline that's most people don't have those things most people don't understand what it's like to to really go for something and to know that the consequences of not doing that are horrific. I think here's an important thing too. Failure is important. It is important. I think failure teaches you things that you don't learn from success. I think failure gives you an opportunity for self-examination and also gives you a feeling that is very uncomfortable. And that very uncomfortable feeling helps you grow. That when you feel like you screw something up like when I've had bad podcasts my podcast has always gotten better afterwards when I've had bad stand-up sets I've always gotten better after that because those bad sets motivate you they get they give you a perspective like hey here's some clear examples of where you f***ed up yeah what not to do yeah don't and don't look at these failures as like proof that you suck look at them as opportunities for growth look at them as opportunities to be motivated to do better you have to make mistakes You've been there, you feel it, you understand what it is, and then you have that time to adjust. That's why losing in life is so important. Whether it's getting dumped, getting fired, losing a game, lo loss. Those feelings where things didn't work out your way, that's important because it lets you know this is the bad feeling that comes when hmm. it goes wrong and you improve and then it makes the good feelings of victory all the better. And I mean that, you know, in a relative sense, like even getting good at something, forget about victory. like making a terrible book that gets rejected by every publisher and then writing a really good one and people accept it and you're like Fuck, I got better yes like that's, oh, that that's feeling. interesting yeah those feelings of failure are really critical for your motivation you see an old person walking down the street you go oh that person's always been an old person no that was a baby that was a baby that became a 90 year old man there's a there's a progression that you're not witness to you don't see it and that, that, that takes place in everything. It takes place in authors. It takes place in comedians and musicians. There is a starting point, and then with time and focus, and as long as you reevaluate and reassess and constantly, objectively look at what you're doing and then pursue it with passion and focus, you get better at things. Don't be scared of failure. I think failure is awesome for you. And that's one of the reasons why, like I said, I like doing things that I suck at. 
I just feel like people need inspiration and they need guidelines. And if, if as long as you could just start moving, just get action, like just getting, just movement. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. To my existing family, big up as always. Thank you for taking the time to tune in and join. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through personal development and business. I am your humble host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen. Okay, now just check this out. That just basically means Ed. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. My quote of the new year or the year, uh, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Again, you never know how strong you are until being, being strong is not the only choice you have. Three impact secret values I hope that you get out of today's show is number one, make the change, or should I say making the change. Value point number two, you can only control you. You can only control you. Value point number three, finding time. Again, finding time. Today's episode is entitled The Measurements of life again the measurements of life let's jump into today's show and get busy hey family i hope you enjoyed that clip today that was actually joe rogan on his podcast show just talking about things of what the the basis of it really was quiet desperation and i had pre-wrote this title regarding the measurements of life because I truly believe that in life, there's so many different measurements that you have to account for in in order to to get better. You see, one of the biggest challenges that you suffer with that I suffer with is when it comes to making that shift or I should say better yet, making that change. You see, when I was when I started off in my career, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think it's so un, uh, it's so unfair from people that don't know that really didn't know what they wanted to do or believe that they wanted to do to put pressure on people coming out of high school or even in college or or just in life in general because as we've known from time has shown as you look at people that really became extremely successful the guy that created KFC um, I mean it's, it's countless of people and you would say, well, why did it take him so long at that age to figure it out? Well, when when is a good time to figure it out? And I think that 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 change, making that change is a, a constant fight. You don't understand the fights that he probably went to the creating KFC or or the Harry Potter Potter book of of her being rejected so many times. The fights 
that consist with making that change. When I had made a decision to go into project management, I was told, why would you want to go into a field of project management? And I said, because it allowed me to leverage the skill sets that I was learning along the way. And it, it, it is just not, and it was always constantly staying fresh with someone with someone with a mindset like myself. My mind is always excited about taking on a new adventure. And the only way that I felt that I could do that was through the channel of project management. Now, what one of the things was is up until that point, I was just doing jobs and doing things that I was extremely miserable, miserable at because there wasn't it, it just wasn't fitting what I felt that, you know, I wanted to do, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And that's why I was tell you here, family at the Impact Secret podcast show to experiment with different things in life when it comes to things you're interested in, because if you don't, you never want to look back. I said one day. And I'm, I hate doing that one day thing. But one of my one of my goals and I need to actually probably put it on my board is I want to go to the retirement home and I want to do interviews with people that have lived um, their life in a sense of more or less now they're in retirement homes and have conversation and see if I can even get it on audio if they would allow, if not just being able to take notes, because what I want to understand is my first question is, is, is my first question out the gate would be the job that you chose or the career that you chose. Was that something you wanted to do? Was that something that got you excited every day? Is that something that like, I probably would go in and go in because of the fact I want to learn why they didn't take the jump, why they didn't take the leap. Was it financial reason? Was it responsibilities? Was it, was it like, what, what led to that? Because a lot of times family, we work jobs, we're in relationships, we're in spaces that we know in our heart and in our, in our instinct is not a match. Now I'm not talking about the emotions of, and frustrations that you may encounter because I don't care what job, what career, what, what business you create, you're going to have um, fights in, in any in any of those things I just named because of the fact of when you are going after something is not going to be easy. It's going to be challenging. There's going to be days you're not going to wake up. See, that's the thing that um, let me park there real quick, too, because now I'm on to something. See, that's another thing that I don't I don't believe is communicated properly uh as far as when you are going after your dream or your or your goal because of the fact of they don't tell you, well, you may be in this space working and it may be extremely uncomfortable for you, which could be a great thing. But I'm not talking about uncomfortable on a disrespectful level. I'm talking about uncomfortable. And let me explain on that. The uncomfortable and a disrespectful like you're working with people or an environment that is toxic. You need to run. If anything, put on your sneakers and lace them up really tight and act like you on a marathon and get up out of there because it's not going to help you long term. But what I am talking about uncomfortable, meaning you having to learn something new or you're having to, you know, dig deeper and, and research more or whatever that consists of. And a lot of times family that, you know, when we get excited, like, oh, yeah, this is my passion. I'm going to go after it. And you're going to get hit in the mouth. I'm telling you, uh, I had 
um, yesterday I had planned like I on Sunday, I remember I, I put out a episode around life management. And one of the things that I said that I wasn't doing was a nightly routine. So I started my nightly routine. So I started on Sunday and I was excited because I was going to hit the ground running. I had everything done, had my coffee, had my water, had my clothes ready to go to work out in the morning, had what I was going to talk about. And then, bam, life hit me. And when life hit me, I was, I, I had, this was the first opportunity. No, this was the first time that I really got a chance to use all of these things I've been talking about, all of these things I've been researching about, where my mindset normally, when I would go to the links of planning my day or go to the links of, of, of a, or doing something new and adding it as a habit. And if I'm not successful, maybe day one or day two, I would just be like, you know what, I'm done. And a lot of us do that family. You know, we, we, we don't, when we don't either see success right away or we go after a habit or a goal in it and we fail at it, we just right away just say, you know what, this is not for me. And, and most of all, what we all do, and I know you're guilty of it because I'm guilty of it. We start uh, emotion. I call it emotionally causing damage in, in, in layman's terms. Basically, we're beating ourselves up. So when we uh, when we emotionally cause damage to ourselves, we we start thinking of all the negative things we you know, we've done. We, we knew we should have got up earlier. We should have done this. We should have done that. And. And so basically, family, what happened with in my situation is I overslept. And when I overslept, that just pushed everything back, which now I'm playing. Now I was playing catch up. And along the way, when I was going through my different, you know, my morning routine of the habits I've I put in place, I was just smiling and I was laughing. And that was the first time in my life that I've ever felt that way about not putting, not, not emotionally beating myself up for something that I failed at, that I was going after. Because at that point I realized this is the, this is really what, how, um, the measurements of life are because I was able to measure what I did wrong. I knew that because, um, I had planned to go to sleep early and I couldn't fall asleep. So I stayed up an extra, you know, two hours. And those two hours affected me getting up early in the morning like I, I normally would or even earlier because I didn't hear the alarm because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't um, I was so tired at that point. But when I what I realized, though, is, is that I still had to make that shift in my mind. I had to make the shift to say, you know what, no matter what, I'm going to still go through with this. Like I was on time. I'm still going to keep going. And that's what happens. Family. We have to continue to fight. You have to continue to move forward and push forward and believe, okay, yep. I slipped up here and I'm not going to wait until next week, Monday or next weekend. I'm just going to start where I'm at right now and continue to keep that forward momentum, because if you don't, then you start. That's when that quiet desperation. See, and I know Joe talked about Joe Rogan talked about, you know, the jobs aspect um, of things. But I want to talk about not only jobs, but also, you know, your personal life, because there's things that you know that you really want to do, you know, that you should be doing. And 
and we and you come up with excuses of the reason why you can't do it. And some of those excuses are, you know, some of them are, are valid. And we talked about that. Some of these excuses are truly valid. You know, I'm part of a group in which uh, it's about uh, building um, additional incomes. And that's why, family, if you don't know, I'm working on um, already got the website in place. Well, I have the 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 uh, uh, let's, the website is not activated just yet as far as because I want to build a blog around it and it's going to be called Conscious Business. And that's that's why reason why I'm creating conscious business is because of, you know, besides having the mindset piece, you also want to be able to have the financial piece of creating um, a side income or side hustle or even a business per se. And so um, in in creating conscious business, it gives me the it gives me the opportunity to really uh, build out what I've been been attempting to build out and wasn't successful. I went in this direction, tried to follow this person and read it. It wasn't successful, but I under, but every time I failed at that particular piece, I kept learning something new. So that's why I wanted to encompass all of that by creating um, a new podcast is going to be on the way around um, business and just business, different types of things that I learned along the way. Also, I'm going to um, just really want to build a community around that because not only do I want to inspire you, I want to empower you um, of the things that I'm learning about finances because I'm really I'm going to just start from scratch. But what the point I'm trying to drive and why I brought that up is, is because you can only control you like all of these rejections that you faced along the way of the rejection of you wanted to start a habit and you you failed at doing it. You wanted to write a book and you wrote maybe you got excited that first week or that or, or that first month and you stopped. We all know that. It's a test. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be accurate. And it's going to be days where you're just going to feel like you're going through the motions. And though at that time, that's when the real to, true test is like I told you, family, I really enjoy this. I love working and getting better. I don't have an, a huge audience. Yeah, I get a lot of downloads here and there, in my opinion, for you know what I'm delivering and the value I'm giving. Um, but my 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 thing here is working on being able to provide you guys value, something you can use. And I say it over and over because of the fact of it's important that you take time for you to understand when you have these failures in life to have the self-examination of what can you do better or how did you miss that? How can you catch it next time so that won't happen? A lot of times we, we're so busy studying everyone else that we forget to study ourselves. And when we don't study ourselves, then we don't know why we're doing some of the things that we're doing. And I was just sitting here, um, recently thinking, I was like, you know, uh, I actually seen a Dana White video, which um, I'm probably going to, that's probably going to be up later this week that I'm going to uh, talk about it and more. But from a high level, he was just talking about just insomnia and sleep. And that really resonated with me because that is something that I still struggle with as far as the sleep part of, you know, uh, getting whatever. I don't even know what the, the, 
the hours you should be getting for someone that is ambitious like me. Like I'm, I really want this thing. And this thing is being able to serve on a higher level than the level I'm serving at. But first I have to start at this level. Um, that thing is being able to impact and empower, uh, people, across the world to know that, you know, it, that you can find your purpose and your calling and you, and you can enjoy what you're doing, but it takes steps. And that for me, I don't know about for you, but for me has always been something. Anytime I'm starting anything new has been the challenge because I'm, I'm just going to keep it a hundred with you. It's, because you want to get to that other side, but you have to understand in order to get to that other side, you need to build that bridge. I'll say that again. In order to get to that other side, you need to build that bridge and building that bridge is investing in yourself to know what, you know, what do you want to do? You know, you should be asking yourself your, your, that, that question. What do I want to do? Because once you identify what that thing is you want to do, and when I say what you want to do, that doesn't mean it can't switch. So I should probably change that question. What do you want to experiment with before you decide what you want to do? Ooh, I think I like that. What do you want to experiment with before you decide what you want to do? Let's unpack that. What that basically mean? What are the things that you're passionate and you enjoy that you want to experiment and see if there's a something that clicks there? Is it something that, you know, I don't want to use a feeling because sometimes we know about feelings, they come and go. But is that something that right now that gives you that 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 really wants to make you go ahead and go after it if it is okay now let's do this thing and in doing this thing you need to fertilize that thing as joe was talking about and when i and when you fertilize it it means you know you know pouring maybe an hour two hours into it because what 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 most people that find something that they get excited about and they're on fire about. They get so ambitious about it that when, when the ambition starts, you know, dying down a little bit because you, you are facing obstacles here and there, you just stop doing it. Or you start adding on all these different things. It's like, for me, like, I really want to record. I want to have a, 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 a video version. I want to be on Instagram, YouTube and have all these things. But I understand that right now I just got to keep working on this where I'm at. And then eventually I know I should, I'll be able to have those things in place, which I'm, I'm in the progress of working on, but sometimes we can stress ourselves out about all the, especially if you watch any gurus, they'd be like, well, you need to do this, 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 and this. And it's, it, it's too much. It's too much, not too much that you can't handle it, but you become burnt out by the fact of all of these things that you have to do instead of enjoying the process. You don't get out the bed when you, uh, I don't care if, even if you're an experienced runner and you just take off and run a 10 mile marathon without the proper stretching, the, the, the proper protocol as far as getting any type of liquids or, or any type of, you know, um, food in your body that's not going to, you know, have you bloated or have you feeling a certain way or heavy or whatnot. So if it's required for when you get ready to run a marathon or stretch out or required when you're getting ready to perform a, a sport, why wouldn't it, why wouldn't you think of your mind as 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 something you would need to stretch as well or or the activity that you're going after you need to stretch before you actually jump into it and to me stretching is learning the foundation learning the principles learning uh, 
what gets you excited about this? What parts you like? What parts you don't like? And then understanding how are you going to work on the parts that you don't like? See, living this this quiet desperation, it, it's true. I mean, I really believe it because I was in a position, as I stated, where I was working at a job and in a position that I was like, what is, I, this is I, this is not me. I'm not that's not my role. I know that's not the role I want to do. And when you know that, when you start realizing it and a lot of people try to push it away, that's why people stay at certain in certain jobs or, or, or careers that they don't like. And then they'll make, they'll mock people that take the risk to go into a different career. So let's say you were somebody that was in, in baking and you didn't like banking, but then you realized you liked a, a part of the banking aspect. What maybe it was a sales aspect, and you're like, "Well, let me see if I can go into some type of sales position." And you realize, "Oh my God, this was my calling. What took me so long to get here?" But it, but you're there, and so don't again, don't don't have that emotional damage to yourself, or in layman's terms, that we'll say here is beat yourself up about it. There's no point of beating yourself up about it. It is what it is. So now now we need to move on. And the last and final point, I'll close with this. One of the challenges, and I know everybody faces this, is finding time. I was telling you I was in this group. And in this group, I have to be honest with you, family, since it's just you and I talking. What I don't like is, is when, when I'm in a group and people come and bring problems to the group in which is not about problems of how do we how do we take the how do we grow financially and 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 they're bringing problems of reasons why they can't do it see i heard um les brown said um there's reasons and results and notice that uh, reasons don't count in so many words what he was saying. And if you allow me to use my imaginations that everybody has a reason why they can't find the time. Everybody has a reason why they can't work this side hustle. Everybody has a reason why they can't find the career or the job that they want. But really what counts, what measures, what, what you can measure are the results. See, the results are when you look at someone that is, you know, um, enjoying their life. You can look at their results. Hey, what did you have to do or what did you have to sacrifice? I don't care who you're looking at. If you're looking at a a mother that is a stay-at-home mom, what did she have to give up? She may have to give up going to uh, college or creating a business and being an entrepreneur temporarily while the kids get older. You know, when you look at a single father, what did he have to give up? Maybe he wanted to go on to, um, again, using the same thing, create a business or um, go work in a particular field, but he couldn't work that field because of the demand that it required. So he had to make a sacrifice because this is the decision he chose. So what I'm saying to you, family, is, is that a lot of times we we have the reasons why we can't move forward on taking you know, one to three hours a day and just working on, on our passion projects. What's wrong with that? Hey, if, if one, if one hour is a lot, take 30 minutes, just take 30 minutes and work on it, you know, every day. And if it's five days a week, great. If it's seven days a week, great. But if it's every other day, but just get started family. 
You have to get started. And that's why a lot of people have the quiet desperation because they never get get tired. I mean, get started, excuse me. And in the back of their mind, they're having that conversation like, man, I know I should be doing something. I know I should be uh, at least reading that book that someone recommended me to read because it's in the field that I want to go into. Or um, I should be learning about entrepreneur or creating a side hustle because I said I wanted to bring in additional income. So family, none of us is perfect. You know, I always talk about that. I'm in the same I'm in the same ride with you. I'm, I, I'm in the same opportunity as far as learning just as well as you guys are learning. So what I'm in, what I'm what I'm pushing you guys to understand and, and know as well as I'm pushing myself is the fact that we have to. Uh, my mom would always say, you make time for the things that are a priority. So we have to find out what is a priority. Is it a priority for us finding what we really enjoy doing? Or is it a priority not? Is it just to live a quiet desperation? Because again, as we understand that only thing you can measure is results. You can't measure reasons. You can't measure excuses. Only thing you can truly measure is results. So family, I'll leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed today's show. My name is E.D. And this has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. And again, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get into the game. Peace.